This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user, deleted user. The title of this story is, Hi there, miss. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. The gentle fragrance of spring danced in the air, persisting in its fruitless squabble against the wretched smell of car exhausts that hung around the city. I was bound homeward, sufficiently exhausted by a long day out. My eyes came across a familiar face and I screeched to a halt. My high school maths teacher, Miss Emily, was slouched on a bench, puffing on a cigarette. It had been about two years since I last saw her, and she had hardly changed, save for her hair which had shifted from a vibrant red to brown with slivers of blonde. She glanced upwards and met my gaze, her mouth curving into a fond smile. Hi there, miss, I mumbled, too stricken by the look in her eyes to do much else. They were a pale, icy blue, hardly reflective of her personality. She was quick with a quip, easy to laugh. Before I knew it she had bounced to her feet and wrapped her arms around me. I awkwardly returned her embrace, my heart bouncing like crazy. Her head rested against my shoulder and I stood there motionless as a startled fawn. She stepped back and looked me up and down, nodding to herself. You've changed a lot, she said in a vaguely accusatory manner. And you haven't changed a bit, I said, suddenly being reminded of how easy it felt to banter with her. It's been a while, hasn't it? Quite a while. She tapped her cheek with her finger as if in deep thought. Care to catch up over a drink or two? There's a bar nearby and... She trailed off, making it a question. Only then did I notice that the exhaustion that had plagued me as I was walking back home had fled my body. Sounds lovely, I said. She offered me her arm and I took it. We fell into step, chatting idly of matters insignificant. Now, this might seem weird to most people, but this had always been the way our relationship functioned. Physical contact was not a rarity. Not in any sexual or romantic way. Of course, as back then I was barely 18 and she was nearing 30 but it was always there. We took to a silent corner of the bar, ordered our drinks, and spoke of many things, most of which were profoundly stupid. The lighting of the bar helped me get a better look at all of her, which left me quite befuddled. Miss Emily was wearing a dangerously tight dress that highlighted every curve of her body and framed her cleavage in a way that made it nearly impossible not to look. I did my best to resist. She was my teacher and a married woman. Only she wasn't wearing a ring. Not that I cared. We downed two drinks in quick succession and exhausted most branches of light conversation. As strong as my willpower might be, the alcohol bested me and my eyes wandered to the bareness of her chest a couple of times. I thought I caught the barest hint of a smile on her lips each time it happened. I was quite curious what she was doing alone on a bench in the late evening dressed as she was but I refrained from asking. I wasn't one to look a gift horse in the mouth. After a long while, We paid our bill and made for the exit. It seemed our night together was approaching its final act. My place is that way, she said and pointed vaguely to the south. I'm in the opposite direction, I said, but I can walk you home. My, my, what a gentleman, she teased and hooked her arm around mine. We walked in pure silence, a rather uncommon occurrence for us, and I simply appreciated the nearness of her, the way her body felt against pressed against mine. The way her perfume overwhelmed all and any sense. I was dreading the moment we'd arrive at her house and I had to let go of her. Who knows when I'd see her again. Probably never. Here we are. She said with a sigh that could be interpreted in many ways. Here we are. I repeated, doing my best to conceal my sadness. I think she took notice of my tone and leaned forward to give me a consoling peck on the cheek. Thank you for the fun night, she said. It was my pleasure. I said and flashed my best smile. 
Well, good night. Good night. Miss Emily turned to open the door but suddenly paused, letting her hand linger on the handle. She looked at me, biting her lips slightly. It's not terribly late. Would you care to have another drink? There was only one answer to that question. Yes. She led us up to her apartment. My heart was pounding harder and harder with every step. Soon as we were inside, she kicked off her heels, slumping to a height no higher than my chest, just as I had remembered. She pointed me to the couch and there I waited for what felt like an eternity, too stunned by the ludicrousness of the situation to maintain a proper perception of time. Lo and behold, she arrived, two glasses of presumable whiskey in her hands. Thank you, miss, I said as she reached out to give me one of them. She stopped mid-motion, frowning at me playfully. Emily, my name is Emily. I shifted uncomfortably. I... I know but, no buts, just Emily, please, can you do this for me, as a favor? I sighed and gave her my most helpless shrug. Emily, just Emily, exactly, just Emily. Well, thank you for the drink, Emily, I said, my eyes focused on the scotch. It still feels weird. I turned and gave her a lazy smile. Only then did I realize how close she was to me. Our faces were centimeters apart and I felt the air scramble out of my lungs. What? She said, noting my startled expression. You're beautiful. I sighed then froze in place, realizing what I had just said. She recoiled, blushing a hot red. I gaped at her, searching for a response that could mend the conversation. I'm sorry, I said. That was weird. I didn't mean. She lunged, cutting me off with a kiss. Her hands caressed the back of my head. Her lips pressed against mine. Her tongue slid into my mouth. She tasted like lipstick, whiskey, and cigarette smoke, a combination I had never expected to find so appealing. I couldn't tell you how long the kiss lasted. Could have been a second. Could have been twenty. When she pulled away I felt weary. Drained. I simply smiled at her like an idiot. She mirrored my smile. Eyes twinkling. Then she descended a bit. And began kissing my neck while her hands deftly undid my belt and lowered my pants. Her hand ran over my underwear. And I let out a tiny. Startled moan. To which she responded with a smirk. She helped me out of my shirt then continued kissing me. Making her way from my neck to my chest to my stomach. Lastly. She slipped off my underwear and began kissing my already hard cock. No tongue, just her warm lips against me. It was torturous and wondrous and magical. She went on for about a minute, her smile never fading. Then she took me into her mouth, and as her tongue swiveled around the head I felt unable to control my groans and whimpers. I was at her mercy. In turn, this made her go faster and deeper, thoroughly enjoying her control over me. I sank into the couch as my eyes slid closed involuntarily. In truth, I wanted nothing more than to look upon her face, her puffy lips, her glimmering eyes. She was nothing short of perfect, and I wanted nothing more than to let her know it. I'd wanted it for the last two years. I'd wanted her for the last two years. I'd dreamt of this night when she could finally be mine and I could be hers. But all those dreams, all those hopes, and fantasies were nothing compared to the reality. To the way her fingers caressed my thigh. The way her tongue flicked and danced along with me drowning me in overbearing bliss. I was helpless, horribly, terribly helpless, prey in the jaws of a relentless predator. I tried to withstand but it was all too much. A sudden wave of pleasure hit me, like an electric current running through my entire body, and I felt myself crossing over the edge, cock pulsing as I released into her mouth. She didn't pull back as I had expected. Instead, she took my entire length effortlessly, circling it with her tongue and sending violent jots up my spine. At last, she stopped, giving it a quick last kiss before backing away and giving me some much-needed time to recover. I fell backward on the couch, breathing fast, ragged breaths. Sorry, I said. It came out of nowhere. She shook her head, smiling, 
and swallowed the mouthful of cum. It's okay. First time. Yes, I said, embarrassed. Well, she said, shrugging. I taught you mathematics. Sex shouldn't be a problem. My heart fluttered uncontrollably, and all thoughts drained out of my head. Words seemed like such a foreign concept. Miss Emily arched a concerned eyebrow at me. Only if you want to. I wouldn't want to pressure you into doing things you're not comfortable with. I didn't answer. Instead, I leaped at her, kissing her mouth, her neck, her chest. My hand wandered under her dress and she melted in my arms, sighing a sigh no louder than a whisper. She was light as a feather, gentle as a breeze. I helped her out of the dress then pushed her back down into the couch. Her body was as perfectly toned with the dress as it was without and I felt myself grow hard again. She reached to grab my cock but I pushed her back down. It was now my turn to please her. Her warm lips around me had felt wonderful but, in truth, I wanted nothing more than to make her feel good. She eyed me curiously but did not say anything. I knelt down and grabbed hold of her hips, pulling her closer to me. Her pussy was positioned right in front of my face. She shrieked, surprised, then broke out into a giggle. I slipped off her lace black panties and leaned forward. I watched her tense in anticipation as my tongue drew closer to her. Then I stopped. I kissed the inside of her thighs for a good minute. Then I kissed her stomach, her perfect navel. Eventually, I moved down, kissing left and right of her pussy but never right on it. Her hand was tangled in my hair and I could feel her gently trying to guide me to the right spot. You've always been quite the tease, she said. But this one takes. My tongue finally found its way to her pussy and cut her off sharply. I felt her body tense, her grip on my hair tighten. She was more or less pushing my face into her. I didn't mind. To be perfectly honest, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just moved my tongue in a way that seemed appealing. I had located a place that was her clit and had taken to rubbing that with my thumb. That's good, she said, dropping back and relaxing completely. Keep at it. Encouraged by her words, I sped up. I wanted nothing more than to make her come. I felt her hand tap my head and looked up at her. Lesson one, she said, smiling at me kindly. When a woman says keep going, it means to keep doing exactly what you are doing. It doesn't mean speed up. Oh, I'm sorry, I said, looking down. She pushed my chin up with her finger. Don't worry about it. Mistakes are a part of learning. Besides, I prefer hard workers to naturals. It's all the more fulfilling when they succeed. I let a smile form on my face and resumed eating her out. She rested a hand on my head, stroking my hair tenderly. Her other one rested on the couch, gripping it ferociously. She'd sigh and moan every now and then, though I could sense that was more meant as encouragement for me than it was a natural expression. I moved around, trying to once again obtain the rhythm that had worked earlier. As I shifted into different positions and paces, I heard a light groan escape her lips. It was somehow more genuine, more real than the other ones, so I kept going. Her breathing hastened as time passed, letting me know I was doing well. She had obtained a more forceful grip on my hair, pulling my tongue deeper into her. You're doing great, she said, smiling at me. I would have liked to thank her but I was a tad occupied at the moment. Still, her words made me swell with pride. I didn't intend to fail her again. Fuck, I'm almost there, she whispered, wiping the sweat off her brow. As much as that excited me, as much as my instincts told me to pick up the pace, she had been rather clear earlier. If you stop, I will murder you. I had to stifle a laugh. She drew closer and closer, her words decreasingly coherent, her body less and less under control. It gave me immense satisfaction, knowing that I was the reason she was moaning like that, the reason her thighs were shaking and her toes were curling. I couldn't tell whether she was done or not, or whether the orgasm had even started so I simply continued. Confident that she would stop me when she found the need to. 
She reached to the side to grab a pillow from the couch and shoved it into her face, moaning into it. It was a perfect scene, euphoric to watch and hope to experience. At long last, she sagged down and I decided that was my cue to stop. She stared at me, her cheeks red, her eyes drowsy. You know, you've always been my favorite student, but this just pushed you well past everyone. She shifted to a sitting position, seemingly having banished the fatigue. Let's go to the bedroom. The couch is nice but I'd rather get fucked on a bed. I instantly grabbed her and lifted her up. Startled but amused, she wrapped her legs around me and gave me a long kiss. That way, she pointed and I carried her with great care. I dropped her on the bed then pinned her down. She arched a playful eyebrow at me and I bent down to kiss her. She kept her legs hooked around me as I slowly slid inside her. Her pussy wrapped around me perfectly, like a mold, as if we were made specifically for each other. Specifically for this purpose, I thrust carefully, not wanting to have a repeat of earlier. Perhaps I was a bit too careful with my movements. She flipped me over in one quick motion and now she was the one doing the pinning. Her hands clutched my wrists and she leaned down, her gentle lips leaving red lipstick all over my neck. Her thighs began moving up and down, up and down, slowly, at first, gracefully. Then her movements grew faster, wilder, more erratic. She was practically laying on me. Sighing and moaning into my ear, biting it tenderly. Our bodies were merging, turning into one perfect being. Time sprinted along at a jarring speed and minutes of pure ecstasy felt like mere seconds. I'm close, she whispered into my ear, and the sound of her voice almost pushed me over the edge. Me too. I managed to answer but even that was strained. I need you to do something for me, she said in between moans and at that moment I knew she could ask of me anything in the world and I would do it. When you come, she continued. I want you to look me in the eyes and say my name. You can yell it for the whole world to hear. You can whisper it only for me. I don't care. I just want to hear you say it. Can you do that for me? Yes, I said and I meant it. With that, she gave me one last kiss and pushed herself up, letting go of my wrists. My hands found their way to her waist, aiding her in her movements. To be frank, I doubt she actually needed the help. She placed her hands on mine, holding me in an endearingly intimate way. My eyes savored her gorgeous body. The way her perfect breasts bounced with every hump, the way her soft thighs straddled me. I felt her finger prod my jaw and push it upward so that we were facing. Our eyes met and at that moment I realized a simple truth. Her body was perfect, finer than the finest sculpture but her eyes. Her playful cyan eyes were the single most erotic thing I had ever witnessed. I stared straight into them, into the bottom of her soul and she stared back into mine. Emily, I whispered. Emily, I grunted. Emily, I moaned. All the while, I fought with my eyes to keep them open, lest I miss the sight before me. She was, once again, perfect. In every sense of the word, everything about her was perfect. The way her eyes rolled back, the way she whimpered and moaned, the way her whole body shivered and trembled under the strength of the orgasm. Emily, Emily, Emily. That's all I said, all I could say, as my cock pumped her pussy full of cum. I felt it twitch inside her, releasing whatever was left. It felt like sharing a secret part of me a part no one else could have. It was wonderful. We must have spent a minute there, not moving, not speaking, simply staring into each other's eyes, appreciating each other's presence, waiting for the sensations to pass. She sagged on me, showering me with a thousand quick kisses and then one long one before climbing off me and laying down on the bed. We kissed some more, then we cuddled and we hugged, and then sleep embraced us as we had just embraced each other. When the sun came round, it found us in each other's arms. 